We were in a nice long series called Blood for six weeks, uh, and we have a much, uh, I don't know, happier sounding series for the next three weeks. Um, we'll be in, it's called All Wrapped Up, and uh, we'll be talking about some Christmas themes, uh, some things throughout the next three weeks that I, I'm really excited about, just digging into with you guys and talking about um, as far as what God said about some specific things that, that really deal with Christmas. But uh, tonight is specifically all about gifts. How many people in the house love some gifts? Yes. Amen. Me too. Love some gifts. Man, there's just something special about getting a gift. Like, it's exciting. Like, anytime you have a birthday and you're going to get gifts, you get, you get excited. If somebody just randomly shows up and gives you some kind of package that's all wrapped up, you, you have no idea what's in it, but you get excited, right? I mean, I, I do. If I see a package wrapped with a bow, any type of wrapping paper, I'm pumped. Like, I'm like, this could be like anything in this. I'm just excited because it could be something good. Could be something bad, but it could be something good. It might be just socks and underwear. You know, you hate that gift, but it could be something you've like wanted all year and you have no idea what it's going to be. Um, so I just love gifts, man. I've always loved gifts. Um, last year or the year before, there was sometime the past couple of years, I told the story of my favorite Christmas gift, which was a Thundercat sword. I don't know if any of you know the Thundercats. It's a cartoon. It was an old cartoon in the 80s, and then they remade it like a few years back, and then I think they canceled it again. Um, apparently, it's just not, not meant to be. Uh, but they, there was this cool sword that would grow, and it had like a cat eye on it, and it was awesome, and I loved it. Um, and then even a couple of the guys, the guy actually running the computer right now, who's in high school now, and when he was in middle school, gave me a new Thundercat sword to match the one that I got when I was like four, um, when I was little. It was, it was awesome. So that was like second best Christmas gift I got was that one a few years ago. Um, but that wasn't what I want to tell you guys about. I want to tell you about this one gift that I got that I was totally surprised by. Have you ever gotten a gift you were just shocked? You had no idea you were going to get it or you had no idea that was what you were going to get? Have you ever had one of those before? Yes? No? Okay. If you haven't, hopefully you get one of those at some point in your life because they're so fun, right? So me and my wife, at the time, my girlfriend got engaged, okay? And so we got each other like engagement gifts and she got me an engagement gift. I had no idea what it was. She just said she got me a gift. Um, and that's all she said. And then like weeks go by and I just, I'm like, okay, well, one day I'll get this gift, I guess. Um, and so we go out on a date night, which is something we would do every single week. And and we still do this. We still go on a weekly date night. And so they, on this particular week, she's like, hey, I'm going to plan the date night. Okay. And, and that's all she said. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, so she plans it. She's like, we're going to, to Atlanta. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go down to Atlanta and she's like, okay, we need to park over here because we have to walk over there. And she's not giving me any details. Like she's telling me as we're doing, as we're going, this is what's happening. So I'm like, okay. So I drive down to Atlanta. Okay. We need to park here. Okay. We're walking. She's like, oh yeah, we need to eat dinner. Okay, so there's a Subway. Let's eat dinner at Subway. So we eat at Subway, you know, cold cut trio, six inch on wheat, um, eating that. And then I'm, I'm just looking at her eating my sandwich, you know. What are we doing? She's not telling me anything. She's like, you'll find out. You'll find out as a surprise. I'm like, okay, fine. 
And so we finish our sandwich and we keep walking. Now we're downtown right by Centennial Olympic Park. Have you been there before? Any of you? Some of you? Yes? Okay. So we're by there and then we go up to the CNN Center and we walk into the CNN Center and we walk through the CNN Center where there's like this huge food court and I'm like, why, would he, why didn't we eat here? Um, but instead we ate at Subway, but it's fine. Um, so we kept walking and we're going past it and we're going towards Phillips Arena, which is where the Hawks play, this is where concerts happen, a big, big events happen. So I'm starting to like try to guess what's happening. Like, what are we going to right now? And, uh, and I started thinking like, are the Hawks playing right now? And at the time we had a hockey team called the Thrashers. I'm like, is it a hockey game? Like what's going on? So I'm trying to like figure it out, right? I'm trying to be Inspector Gadget, like figure this thing out. Um, and, and she's not telling me anything. I'm like, so what, 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 like what, what, <laughs> what, what is it? And I'm looking around and I'm, I'm surveying the people that are around, right? And I'm starting to pick up like not much of a vibe. It's like just normal people. Everybody seems to skew a little bit older in age than us, but that's all like, that's it. Like that's, but not like a lot. And I was like, I don't know, man. Usually if it's a Hawks game, you see everybody in the Hawks stuff, right? If it's a Thrashers game, which is the hockey team, like you'd see that. If it was a concert, like, I don't know, some band Metallica or something, you'd see Metallica shirts and long hair and like, you would, you would know. I'm not seeing any of that. I'm like, man, this girl is a mystery. I'm gonna marry her. Um, and so she keeps walking me down and we get to the ticket, to the ticket place. And at this point, since I still didn't know what was going on, it had been a, a, a surprise up to this point. I'm like, okay, I just don't want to know. Like, I, I'm just going to keep my head down. I'm not even going to look around. You hold the tickets, give them to her, uh, and, and I won't look. And, and I won't know what's going on. It'll, keep, it'll be a surprise until it happens, until I just have to know. Right? And so we get, we get we, she gives them the tickets. We walk through the line. We're going into the, the big lobby area. We find our section, and we start walking down. And so... If you've been in Phillips Arena, it's a pretty big place. Like, there's seats that go all the way up to, like, the rafters, which is where you get the really cheap seats for the Hawks. Um, but we're, like, down low, and we go in this section. I'm like, dang, we're going to be on, like, the lower, like, curve. And so she's walking me down, and then she keeps going on the floor and keeps walking. I'm like, we're on the floor for whatever this thing is. This is good. And so she walks me down, down, down. So, and then we're, like, sitting, like, in this section like back kind of back row of this section close to the stage, which in Phillips Arena, which is much bigger than this room, that's stinking close. Like that's really close. So I'm like, what in the world? Whatever this is, we're going to see it like closely. So I hope I like this. Otherwise, I'm going to see something really in my face that I don't like. Um, so I still don't know what it is. Like, I'm looking around. I, don't, I can't tell by the people around, like, what, what this is. I just see a stage. I see lights. You see the lights above us right now? There was, like, a million times the number of lights that you see up here right now. They were out there. And I'm like, whoever it is, they got some money to get some lights because there's a lot of lights out here. And there's just this huge stage with a big hole in the middle. And so then I'm like, okay, why is there a hole? what's in the hole? And I start just thinking, trying to figure out what is this hole for? What's going to come out of the hole? What's going to go in the hole? What? I don't understand. And so then we get to the countdown, the lights go black. And then I start to hear everybody going, kind of, kind of shh, 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 getting quiet, getting quiet. 
And then I start to see something coming out of the hole. And I see the top of a head. I'm like, okay, it's a person. I'm going to see a person. And then I see more of the head, more of the head. And I'm like, he looks kind of familiar. And then I start to see this big black thing with him. It's a piano. And then finally, I'm like, it's Billy Joel. Like, I'm here to see Billy Joel. And I don't know if you have any idea who Billy Joel is, but I love Billy Joel. I grew up listening to Billy Joel's record, which is like a thing that's black that spins. Um, there's a little needle that plays. And, and he sings songs like Uptown Girl. Like, look these things up. I'm telling you, they're really good songs. Um, and so he just comes out of the stage, and all of a sudden he starts playing one of his hits. And I just look at everyone like, I love you. This is amazing. I had no idea who I was there to see. I had no idea what the gift was. And then she looked at me and she said, happy anniversary or happy engagement. And I was like, this is the gift. This is a good gift. This is awesome. And so we sat there for like two and a half hours. It was just Billy Joel the whole time. There was no like opening act. There was nothing. It was just Billy Joel like going through all these songs. And, it, and we were like right there. So I took like a bunch of pictures and they were really old and grainy, which is why I couldn't show any of them here. But it was awesome. It was an amazing, amazing gift. And so when I think of gifts and I think of things that like got me excited and things that got me pumped and things I had no idea about, that's one of the things I think of. Because I had no idea what I was going to get, but it was this thing that she just gave me. It wasn't like I asked her for this thing. It wasn't I earned it or anything like that. It was just like, hey, I love you. Here you go. And she gave me this cool concert, like on the floor at Phillips Arena that I had no idea about. And so think about a gift that maybe it wasn't a Billy Joel concert. I'm guessing it probably wasn't. But some kind of gift that was like, it stands out. Like when I say best gift you've ever gotten, think of that gift, right? Because there's a lot of emotions that get wrapped up in when you get a gift and you remember those kind of stories. You remember what you got. You remember how you got it. You remember maybe what you did with it after. Sometimes you, if you're young and it's a toy, you play with it for a week and it's your favorite thing ever. And then the next week you're like, man, I really want something else. Or you break it. Anybody break something like right after they got it and it just destroyed your world? Yeah, yeah. Hate that, man. You're so excited you get this gift, you're playing with it, and then, (laughs) happens all the time. Um, So here's a few things, though, that I thought of that are just, these are some special things about gifts, okay? Now, I want you to think about that gift that you got, and gifts in general, and think about if these things are true, okay? I'm going to say them, you think about in your head, to yourself, do you think these things are true? You don't need to say anything out loud, but just think about this, okay? Okay? Things that are special about a gift. The quality of a gift actually points to who gave it to you and how they feel about you. Like when you get something really good, something you want that maybe only a few people even knew you wanted, it really points to that person and their connection to you and how how they feel about you. So that's one special thing about a gift. It communicates something. A gift is also something that's unearned. That's kind of the definition of a gift. A gift is not something that you paid for. If I pay for something, it's not a gift. It's just something I bought myself. Like I don't go on Amazon and click buy and then say, I just got a gift. (laughs) 
That doesn't make sense. That's, I just bought myself something. It's a gift when someone else gives you something that you did not do anything to get. It's just given. Here's something else special about a gift. It's, you, you can't get a gift unless you take it. That might be like, what? That's kind of like a dumb moment. But if, if I were to hand you a gift, right? And, and I said, hey, here you go. And you just looked at me and said, okay. And you never took it from me? Did you get the gift? No. Did I get you a gift? Yes. But you didn't get it. So you have to take it for it to actually be a gift. Other, in other words, it's just like, have you ever like, um, maybe your, your parents have gotten a gift for somebody and it's at the house and you see it and you, you're like, hey, I would like that. I would take that. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's a gift for someone else. Have you ever had that happen to you? Yes? Okay. Um, it might have been a sibling. It might have been another family member. It might have been a close friend, whatever. But they're like, no, 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 that's for somebody else. Well, it, it's, not, it's not technically a gift until it's given to that person, but it's for that person, right? So that person has to take it. It's not your gift, right? It's that other person's gift. So that other person who the gift is meant for has to take the gift, so the gift is for someone specific and it has to be received by that specific person. Here's another thing about a gift. A good gift should leave us grateful. I say a good gift because sometimes we get gifts that we didn't, uh, it's like, eh, that gift was like thoughtful, but not good. Um, and I think we all have relatives that get us those gifts. They have no idea who we are or what we're into or what we like. And they just get us something. And you're like, man, either they put zero thought into this or they hate me. You know, it's like a bad gift. So you're not necessarily super thankful for those gifts. But when it's a good gift, like somebody knows you and they're trying to show you how much they care about you and they give you this gift, it's thoughtful, you didn't earn it, you take it, then it should leave us feeling grateful, right? Thankful for this gift, this person, the thing that was given to us, all of it, we should be thankful for it. Here's the last thing I got for a gift is when we get a gift, when we're gifted something, it, it humbles us. Like you have to humble yourself to take a gift, open it, and receive it. Because if you're not humble, then your default position is I don't need this. Have you ever had anybody not be grateful for a gift and almost like be like, eh, I don't want it. Even if it's a good gift, they're just like, eh. Yeah, maybe you, you've even been like that. If you were in a bad place, right? You're just like, man, I don't need no gifts. I don't need anything from you. And it might have been who gave you the gift, right? That caused you to be like that. You're like, I don't need nothing from you. They could be trying to give you money. I don't need one. I don't want your money. But somebody else gives you the money, like a friend. You're like, okay, I'll take it. But somebody else gives it to you. You're like, no. So you have to humble yourself to receive a gift. It puts you in a place of humility, so these are just a few kind of key things about gifts that are going to play into the next three weeks that I wanted to bring up. But I want to make sure they match up with what your stories are and that you getting gifts and some of the gifts maybe you remember. Do all those things match up with you? And maybe you've never even thought of it that much. You've just been like, well, I've never really thought about it. But after you said it all, I kind of, yeah, okay, I can go with that. That matches up pretty much with my experience. So in case you can't think of a good gift or maybe you're just not, it's not clicking with you yet, um, 
I just, I, I wanted to help illustrate it just a little, just a little bit more. Um, so I, I need somebody to help me out. Um, just real quick. Uh, huh. All right, red shirt. Red shirt, come over here. Sorry, I was already, I was already thinking I was going there. So it's no, no, I love all of you here. All right, come on up here, man. I've got two gifts, two gifts that are of equal weight and are wrapped the same. Okay. And these gifts are for you, man. All right. I got them for you. So which one do you want? It's your choice. You got right or left? Right or left? Left. left. Your left or my left? This one. So my right, your left. All right, you chose this one. You got a Chick-fil-A gift card. Wow. Dude, nice. It's yours. That's nice. your gift to you. Um, wait, 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 wait. I told you I got both these gifts for you. So this one's for you too. Um, what is that though? To me, from me. It's, it's for you. Yeah. It's from me. And it's, it's a rock. It's, a rock. it's, it's <laughs> literally a rock. This is a piece of the rock from the pavement we just did next, next door. Um, so I obviously put a lot of thought and energy into this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just have a question. So out of these two gifts, which one do you like more? The rock, for you, sure. You like the rock more? Oh, yeah. This is an unexpected answer, but that's fine. Uh, I'll go with you on it. So what, did, what, what about the rock do you like the most? It's a pretty unique present. It is a unique present. Is, do you like the shape of it? Oh, yeah. It looks kind of looks like a state. Which state would you say it looks like? Uh, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> Any state will do. Any state? Any state. Nebraska. Nebraska. That looks just like Nebraska. It's small. You can't tell. Um, anything else you like about this particular present? Um, that it came from you? It came from me. <laughs> You're sweet. You're sweet. Well, here's the, here's the good news. You get both these presents. Oh, thank you. you get the gift card and the rock. Nice. So give it up for the, the present receiver over here. Um, so he liked the rock more than the $10 gift card to Chick-fil-A. You know, maybe you would have picked something different. Maybe you would have liked the gift card more. It, it doesn't really matter. The point is, what's in the gift does matter, and it does speak to something bigger about what the gift is and the person who gave it. Would you agree with that? So here's what's awesome, okay? Everything we just talked about with gifts, the, the gifts that we actually get for birthdays, special occasions, and then in this kind of time we're in now, Christmas, right? It's on our brains, like just shopping, getting stuff for people, us getting stuff. Like that's kind of something that's just ingrained in this part of the year for us. And all this stuff we've been talking about actually applies directly to our relationship with God. And the Bible speaks to this stuff. Gifts are something that we see in the Bible. I mean, we see presents, gifts, things being given. And God specifically gives stuff to us. And so here's two verses that I want us to kind of read together, think about, and then break down together before we get out into our groups and talk about this more. Okay, so check this out. They're going to be on the screens for you. 
This is James chapter 1, verse 17. It says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming from the Father of the heavenly lights. Any guesses on who that is? Yeah, that'd be God. That'd be God. Good job. Um, Who does not change like shifting shadows. So gifts, perfect gifts, these good gifts that we get in our life, they come from God. And a huge thing about, about that verse is the end. That he does not change like shifting shadows. We're going to break that down more here in just a second. Now here's another verse I want us to look at. And this is Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. And it says this. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. So if you're looking for like what is this gift, these gifts, this perfect gift that we're talking about from James... We see the answer in Ephesians chapter 2, 8. It's salvation. Like, it's the fact that we get to know God. We get to be saved from our sins. So God is offering us salvation, the ability to be forgiven of our sin, to find new life, an invitation to know him, an invitation to know Jesus. Like, we talked about this the past couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, right? Through the blood series. Jesus was such a big deal Because he was the ultimate gift. He was the ultimate present for us. And he was for us. God made us. We were far from him. He loved us and continues to love us. So he gives us Jesus. So that we can know him. We can be connected. We can have a relationship. And so this gift, this perfect gift... It all comes from God, and God is offering it to us. And make no mistake, okay, this is the greatest gift ever. I know all of us have Christmas lists. We think of things that are, like, top of my list is this. And I'm not trying to get all, like, cheesy, churchy on you or anything like that, because you can still have a list and still have something at the top of your list and all that, and that's cool, and that's great. I mean, I have a list every year. Like, I'm, I'm with you. I get it. But what we're talking about now at this point is not like our Christmas list. Like this is more of like our life list, like things we desire, things we want in life. And understanding and getting our minds around and getting our hearts around the fact that we've already gotten the thing that's at the top. We've gotten the best gift possible if we've accepted Jesus. We've got it. But we didn't do anything to earn it. Like, you didn't do anything to get that gift. You weren't good enough to get Jesus. You didn't say enough things right to get Jesus. You didn't walk enough old ladies across the street to get Jesus. You weren't nice enough to people in fifth period to get Jesus. You didn't clean your room enough to get Jesus. You didn't give enough money to people in the lunchroom to get Jesus. Nobody's done anything good enough to get Jesus. But God still gives him to us. And this gift definitely says something about how God feels about us and about you. The fact that God gives us Jesus says a ton about God. It says a ton about how much he cares about you. 
And all of us, if we're honest, like if we look in the mirror, there are moments where we struggle with feeling like if anybody cares, right? There's moments where we feel like no one understands. There's moments where we feel like we're on an island. We're all alone. No one is there. But reality is God does care. And God is there. And God bless you with that sneeze that sounded like a mouse. So this gift is perfect, and you're not going to need a receipt to return it because you're not going to want to return it once you experience it. I mean, once you get Jesus and you understand who he is and you kind of grasp that, there, there's no like, so like 30-day trial, um, and then I return it, full refund. Um, I mean, that you just won't want to do that. Like you'll you get who Jesus is and you understand this love he's got for you and the grace that he gives you. And you're just like, man, what was I thinking before this? Why would I want anything different? And it's a process in doing that and getting to that place. And you'll understand it more and more and more as you go. Like I understand it more now than I did when I accepted Jesus when I was 10. And hopefully that's the same for you. Whenever you accepted Jesus at first, you're growing an understanding of what that means. And I'm going to keep growing and understanding what that means, just like you're going to keep understanding what that means. But you know what's cool about that? It's like you keep getting the gift. You're still unwrapping it. Like I'm still unwrapping it. You're still unwrapping it. You never get to the end of this gift. You're continuing to get it. Because I don't know if you know this, but you have still messed up since you accepted Jesus. I know I have. So it kind of makes you think of like, you know when somebody gets engaged, um, speaking of engagements like I did before with me and my wife, uh, but somebody gets engaged and then something terrible happens in the engagement period and they break up, they call off the wedding, and then the, typically the girl will offer the ring back, like here, you know, this is, we're not getting married anymore and that's what this is supposed to signify, so here you go and give it back. God doesn't do that to us. He doesn't, he doesn't ask for it back. He's not like, you know what? I really wanted to know you. I really wanted to love you, but you're not loving me back. So I'm going to need the ring back. He doesn't do that. He never does that. He never pulls the gift back. He's never like, hey, give this back. He continues to give it. He never stops giving it. He never takes it away. It's one of the great things about God. It's one of the things that we'll always wrestle with, with God, because we're not that way, right? Somebody messes with us, somebody wrongs us, somebody does something to us, we want to like get them back, right? It's like if you gave somebody a, a good gift, like your best friend, and then the next week they did something to betray you, hurt your feelings, date your ex-boyfriend, you know, something, you're like, I'm getting that gift back. I spent $50 on that thing. Like, I'm getting my 50 back. That's how we work. Like, that's going what we default to, right? So for us to get this God who doesn't operate that way, it's tough. But it's life-changing, like, to understand it and to get it. Because it's true. Even though it's hard to understand, and even though it's not how we act, it's how God is. And so we can just accept it and embrace it and grow in it and hopefully let it transform us to be more like that. 
And so here's the thing. God keeps offering us this gift. He never stops. He never takes it away. Even when we reject it, even when we don't take the gift, even when we're like, you know what? I don't want that gift from you, God. I don't even believe you exist, God. I'm not going to take this. This is all imaginary here. Even when that happens, God's still offering the gift. He'll still, he's still saying, I love you. Have this. Take my son, Jesus. He will be the one to help you to know me and to understand how much I love you and understand that you're accepted and understand that I made you just the way you are. You're unique, but you're also my child. You're also my daughter, my son. He keeps offering this. Even if we say, uh-uh, I don't want it. And the reason he does this is because of what we read in James. God doesn't change. God doesn't change. He's not going to stop loving you. Why? Because he says he loves you. But what? Other people change their mind about loving me. God doesn't. God said, I love you. I love the whole world. I love everybody in it. I love everybody that I made, which is all of us. I, I love all of you. James says God doesn't change like shifting shadows, so he's not going to change about loving you. He loves you. No matter what you do to try to run away from that love or to change his mind, he's not going to. So you're fighting a losing battle, but God loves you. And so this offering of this gift, this love he has for you is not going away. It's not going to change. It's going to continue to be right there in front of you for you to either accept or reject. It's up to you, but the gift is still there. And he does all this in the hopes that one day you will stop rejecting and you'll accept and you'll, you'll see it. You'll get to experience it. And so this gospel, this is what we call the gospel, this love, this news about Jesus, this idea and truth that you can be saved from your, your sin, that you don't have to live shackled to it. You don't have to be enslaved to it. You don't have to walk the path that's going to lead away from God. You can, lead, you can be led to God. You can know God forever. That is the gospel. And the gospel is wrapped in faith and is filled with love and grace. And when you take it and you experience it, you have everything. You don't need anything else in life. Now, again, you, we can still have our Christmas list and we can still get other things on top, but all that stuff's just icing on the cake. Like, all that stuff's great. It's, it's fun and we can have a good time with it. The food at Christmas is awesome. The gifts at Christmas is awesome. The time off from school is awesome. But all that stuff is icing on the cake because the real thing that we got is we have God. And that lasts all year and that lasts our entire life and that changes everything in our life and it affects everything else in our life and it's it's everything man it's the it's the gift and once we get it we don't need anything else me and my wife have this funny thing about the word need like when, when it comes around gift time we're like man you know i really need some new pants or I really need a new jacket. Or I really need this new, you know, eye device, whatever the thing is, you know? And anytime one of us say need, we look at the, the other one looks at the other person, we're like, need? And we know what we mean, because we've been doing this for years now. And we're like, yeah, I don't really need it. I mean, <laughs> I just want it, but I don't need it. 
And it's just little things like that that help us remember that all we really need, really, is God. And he will provide everything else that we need for life. He'll give you food. He'll give you clothes. He'll give you shelter. He'll give you a family. He'll give you a support system. He will give you everything you need. It's found in him. But at the end of the day, he is everything. And when we get him, we have everything. And so this gift that never gets taken away, this gift that is humbling to accept, but points to who is giving it and speaks to how much he cares about us, is continually being offered to you. Tonight, it's being offered to you, just like it was last night, just like it was the night before, and just like it's going to be tomorrow night. Every single day, this gift is being offered to you by God. Some of you have accepted it. You accepted it years ago. Maybe you accepted it last year. Maybe you've accepted it this year. You know Jesus. You've accepted Jesus. Some of you have never accepted this gift. And so I just want you to know that you can accept it at any point, anywhere. It doesn't have to be right here, right now, but you can right here, right now. So in just a second, we're going to give you a chance to accept the gift and open it for the very first time and start to continue to open it for the rest of your life. But it starts with accepting it. And then for some of us, we quit opening it. We, we got the gift and we opened it a little. We kind of tore it open and we could see what's inside. And we're like, okay, I know God's love and grace is right there. I got it. But you haven't like gotten into it. And you can. And you're going you're gonna to continue to get into it. Like the more you get into it, the more you get into it. Like you don't get to the bottom. And so some of us need to get into it more. We need to open the gift more. Figure out more of what this gift is to know Jesus and to follow him.